Are we on? We we are on. We're on? Yes. Okay. All right. Good evening, Chicago. It is 8 p.m. on 11-18-2023. I am Cam Smedley, joined by our investigative journalism intern, our sponsors. I am I'm not, I'm unfortunately, I need to remind you, Cam, I am not an intern. Well, you are running the board. Yes, and I'm the the journalist here, the investigative journalist here. Right. I also, uh, for anybody that didn't understand, it, it is November 18th. 11-18 might be confusing to uh, some people. You, you know, you are awfully mouthy for an intern. Not an intern. Our headlines this evening, starting with them. Chilling testimony as man interacts with one of the mysterious ghost buses showing up on CTA maps across the city. The encounter took place at the 3300 block of North New England Road in mm-hmm. Shorch Village in the early a.m. of November 14th. Local man Jeffums Jacksons said he knew something was amiss when the bus driver was seen wearing a non-CTA tattered black cloak. Yes. Uh, would you like me to add to that, Cam? Well, you are the journalist here. Yes, um, I did. I did personally speak with uh, this man, Jeffums, who's been in the news a lot recently. Uh, you can tell he was really shaken up. Um, according to him, he was so scared. Um, I've seen some weird ghouls and goblins, he said, uh, onto the transit system, but these guys were a real freakos. Um, and that was from his uh, in his in his voice. That that was, and that that's exactly what he said. Yeah, and his hair was. Um, his hair was not in its usual position. Would you elaborate on that? Yes. Imagine hair. Uh, done. Now imagine it somewhere else. Anywhere than where you've imagined it before, and you're probably pretty close. Have CTA officials weighed in on this at all? The CTA has has a weighed in. Carlos Mencia, the uh, the not that one. Uh, no relation. The, no relation. The CTA director um, said that the the ghost bus was not, has not, and has never been a result of any curse or other wrongdoing on part of the Chicago Transit Authority or any of its personnel, but in fact a planned rollout to shore up the overloaded transit system that, unfortunately, those of us who do take public transit noticed, absolutely have noticed over the past few months. Do you take a public transit? When what, I what am I asking? You're an intern. Of course you do. Um, next up, a community art portal slated to be built in the Chatham neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It will, will connect uh, to Chicago's sitter, sister city of Naperville. Beautiful city, Naperville. Now, what is, is exactly, what does this portal mean? We're not talking about witchcraft or sort of pagan activities. No, we're not, we are not talking about the hit video game portal from uh, the developers of Half-Life. Continuing on the story. But in a different direction. We are talking about a portal that links Naperville and Chicago, two sister cities, two two cities different in name but alike in dignity, um, as the Bard would say. <laughs> uh, so, so, what, but what is it? The portal is a series of cameras and video screens, which will be showing live feeds um, of what's happening on either side of the portal to the uh, the other portal. So individuals in the Chatham neighborhood, of the historic Chatham neighborhood of Chicago, will be able to see what's happening around the portal in Naperville and vice versa. The folks in Naperville will be able to see what's the goings-on in, in Chatham. And hopefully there, there has been such a sever, such a disconnect between these two 
these two cities were Napervillians. They are concerned about what's going on in Chicago. Chicagoans, they have a sense of what's going on in Naperville, but they just don't know. They're not comfortable with it. Hopefully this will this will mend the sever that has uh, has just increased over the past decades. Uh, and historically, there has been a bit of a divide. Um, I mean, that's what sever, Cam. That's what sever means. Yes, you are remarkable. Remarkable are. Thanks, thanks, Cam. Uh, so as a part of the initial acculturation process, the Naperville side of the portal will be ensconced in metal bars to sort of prevent uh, damage happening to the portal. Damage happening to the portal, yes, Naperville. And uh, uh, this is apparently the mayor of Naperville, Jer Jerry Bruckheimer. Um, he has requested that the bars be placed there. Um, to There might be confusion. Uh, he was afraid of there being confusion with uh, Naperville residents on... Or anger, perhaps. Or anger. It's to protect both sides. Primarily, it's to protect the actual physical equipment. Right. Um, there, Naperville practices a, a fairly lenient open carry policy. Um, unfortunately, the bars do not prevent against that. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I mean, you know, it's uh, I can I can see the thinking there in the sense that, you know, with Naperville, there might be an issue where, you know, one of these um, and for, you know, this may not be PC to say, but one of these backwater yokels um, might in, not from Naperville might not realize yeah. that what they're looking at is in fact a feed from a camera. They might walk right into it, much yeah. akin to one of the dumber birds that exists in nature. Yes, Naperville, um, there's a very large Amish population in Naperville, um, and they are worried of confusion. That's a very polite way to put it, I would say. Uh, the Chicago Teachers Union has made a formal request to Chicago Mayor Brendan Johnson demanding Brandon a more- Johnson. Brendan Johnson. Brandon Johnson? Brandon Johnson. Brandon Johnson. The mayor of Chicago, the city where you live? Well, don't put words in my mouth. Brandon Johnson? Brandon Johnson. Brandon Johnson, demanding a more equal distribution of Henry's and Kevin's per teacher. What's this about? So, unfortunately, uh, according to the CTU, the ratio of, of Henry's to Kevin's per teacher is just out of whack. According to CTU, spokesperson person Rush Big Bottom. <laughs> He said this uh, in a public statement to the city and, of course, directed at the mayor. We love our Henrys and even our Kevins, but when you look at the data, there are classrooms in underserved neighborhoods where one teacher could have a class of 75% Kevins, while the next neighborhood over hasn't had a single Henry enrolled. Um, So there's a big uproar uh, with the number of Kevins versus the number of Henrys. It's a common belief that if you have a large number of Henrys, in a classroom, uh, the, the classroom tends to have lower test scores. A little bit more disruptive. More disruptive. You need more assistance from administrative and behavior personnel, so on and so forth. As opposed to Kevins, on the other hand, which are by and large. Kevins, I mean, if you've got a, if you've got a lot of Kevins in your class, that's a promotion. It's a golden ticket to a promotion. I have a Kevin as a godson. Really? Yes. Good kid. Wonderful boy. Wonderful boy. Upright uh, citizen. Uh, well, he has a bit of a hunch. But, you know, I blame that on, uh, you know... On his mother. I I do blame that on his mother, actually. Um, On the other hand, on the other hand, um, uh, there's another side to this story. Uh, In response to this, the Community for Better Kevins shot back after this public statement by by, uh, by Mr. Big Bottom. 
um, and, and said this in a memo, our communities, Kevin's, are suffering. And the fact uh, that the CTU would seek to undo what little progress we've made by removing them from Kevin-friendly environments and placing them in Henry Century classrooms, uh, it's, it's unfortunate. Well, it is. I mean, when you – I am not a parent myself, but I sort of think spiritually yeah. of myself being a parent to many people I know, including the interns in my life. Um, and, and I wonder who those would be. To that end – uh, I can understand where where uh, uh, tensions would be rather high about this notion. You mentioned you mentioned that you have a Henry in your life. Do you have any Kevins in your life? Um, not by choice. Oh wait, uh, which one's good? Uh... Get with the program, R. Okay. Get with the program. I can't have you fired like that. <laughs> I don't think I have tenure. Uh, our final headline this evening, uh, mm-hmm. open enrollment season for subsidized health insurance through the American Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare, <laughs> opened, with the grand ph- <clears throat> opened with the grand pharmacy rush on Friday. Uh, this is, of course, for people who do not know. Every year as enrollment season opens up, mm-hmm. uh, pharmacies, clinics, and hospitals across the city offload excess and expired medical supplies into special troughs for people to rummage through and take what they like. Are you attended one of these? How was it? How was, d- the, how was the feeling there? How, the, uh, the vibe was good. The vibe was high. People were excited. Um, people were talking. They were chattering. They were finding really cool things because you don't, you don't know. Some, you're expecting to go to one of these events and find you know, needles, bandages, uh, aspirin, uh, medication, of course, you some, you know, uh, sugar pills, probably. But what you don't expect to find is you find like a little teddy bear. Maybe mm. you find a rattle, mm. uh, crutches, you, maybe. I mean, if you're lucky and sometimes you just find spare parts, you know, you find a big wheel that was on a wheelchair once. Mm. And that's just I mean, that's your Saturday afternoon at that point. Wow. 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 Um, um, so vibes were good. Vibes were high. And people were uh, people were happy that this was happening. Uh Oh, I mean, you know, that's a nice feel-good story. Uh, I have one thing to say about that. Uh, there's one thing that I think everybody that attended that event, event would say is, thanks, Obama. I, you know what? I would never say that in my life, but um, no? you, I, I can't say I would. But uh, it seems like people were having a good time, and it seems like this helped people. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, good job, Chicago. Well Great done. job, Chicago. Well done. Well, well done, done, Chicago. Our final headline this evening, uh-huh. the Lithuanian Museum of Culture's star amber exhibit began glowing um you know we uh uh reached out to the uh lithuanian museum it was, and at first it was hard to understand them because they were speaking a different language but we found some common ground right and 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 according to them uh, the Lithuanian calendar, the ancient Lithuanian calendar, mm-hmm. says that uh, in the next few weeks, uh, their, the previous eon, the eon of uh, rye, as they refer to it, okay. is closing like out. And uh, the next eon, the eon uh, of pomegranates, wheat. is oh, uh, pomegranate. in fact uh, coming um, up. And apparently this glowing amber is, uh, cor- is, is related to that. It's associated with that in some way. Uh, yes, Lithuanians as a culture, they have a very close uh, relationship to their amulets. Um, some say they feel what the amulet feels. Um, and if you're, if there are any Lithuanians out there, uh, we hope your amulet is, is safe and healthy at this time. Um, but yeah, and it's really exciting. I hear that the season of, would you say pomegranate? Yes. I hear that's a good one. It means sweet things to come. Have you ever uh, made it to the Lithuanian Museum of Culture? Uh, I've walked past it several times, yes. Uh, have you ever been inside of it? Uh, like most of most of the citizens of Chicago, I just can't find the door. They they are they they are a tricky people, the Lithuanians. 
they do they um that's what they say they 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 say Chicago was founded by several groups one of them being the uh, the slippery slippery luths Okay, well, those are our headlines for this evening. Uh, moving now to some uh, underwriting. Uh, tomorrow, November 19th mm-hmm. at 3 p.m. is the Co-Prosperity Thanksgiving Rodeo. Incredibly exciting. For people that don't know, uh, we um, at AWCY-FM uh, all of, and our sister uh, programs under that umbrella, we do broadcast out of the Co-Prosperity Sphere. We have a generous, generous partnership with uh, Co-Prosperity Sphere and Chicago Public Media. And Ed, Ed Mar specifically. Um, yeah, Eddie, Eddie M. Uh, and, uh, Mr. Mar. This Thanksgiving rodeo will be hosted by Lawrence Peters of Country My Way. Great uh, show also on this same radio station that we're broadcasting from. Uh, some of the events uh, will include the turkey wrangle. Yes. The turkey, ham ride. Ham ride. Bobbing for yams. Like bobbing for apples except with the uh, yams. Delicious sweet potatoes. And of I course, am what I am. And of course the stuffing pit for the kids. Yes. Now, our... I have not heard about this from Ed. Um, I've brought it up to him, but it has, you know, he never gets back to no. me about certain things. Is it confirmed that the giblets will be in the stuffing pit? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, I'm sorry to also just preface this. Ed does, uh, he is unfortunately, he has a gluten intolerance, so he can just cannot th- talk or think about the stuffing. Um, but I, I can confirm, this is a, uh, this has been hotly contended, hotly debated in the, uh, in the city hotly questioned whether or not the giblets will be in the stuffing and I, I can confirm they will be oh F- yeah fantastic hot and ready Fan- and I can also uh, just in case that doesn't sell you mm. in case that doesn't sell your kids um, I mean these days kids you know they're not as excited about giblets as maybe we were when we were youth there will be a nice creamy gravy also in the stuffing one fantastic Fantastic. So it will be soothing uh, and uh, and fun. Have you ever made it to the Thanksgiving rodeo? Um, I w- I've been in the Thanksgiving rodeo, rodeo yes. Really? Yes. What was your, were you, were you a clown perhaps? Yeah, I was in fact a rodeo clown. Wow, they really get you, they, they, they really get the interns to do all sorts of thank, not thankless an things, don't they? This is for a children's hospital. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They put feathers on me. Wow. That's fun. Yeah. They are easy to wash off, at least. The feathers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it wasn't easy to wash off. Mm. It's that gobbler. Gobbler they had on me. Gobbler? Yeah, they they really, they took some, they went a little too liberal with the super glue. So so let me ask you, so as as a rodeo, you know, the rodeo clown's job yeah. is to uh, sort of bring the, uh, the, the angry, dangerous animals away from the performers um, yeah. when they need to reset. Because they can't stop laughing at the clown. Um, and, and so was that your job as well with the turkey wrangle? Was that, was that sort of a similar idea? It, I mean, it's more the other way around. Is the, uh, the, the turkeys tend to be a, a little bit of a, a subdued bunch. However, uh, unfortunately, the issue that we find is we have angry families, specifically fathers, who tend to get a tend to feel like they're being disrespected by the turkeys, um, and we need to distract them. Well, you know what the Spaniards do are when they need to agitate an animal. No, Cam. What do the Spaniards do when they need to agitate an animal? Well, for the bullfights, when they're trying to agitate the bulls. Yes. What do they do? I just have um, uh, two words for you. Okay. What Testicular is ribbon. Third word. Very tight. Four words. Um, 
It's great. Thank you very much, Cam. Very informative. Well, uh, that um, I that is shout our, out to the Spaniards. That is our uh, our underwriting. It is our um, underwriting. So before we get into our main story this evening, which yes. is of course the um, ongoing proposed solutions to the migrant crisis that has uh, gripped our city, um, certainly the opinions of people in the city, gripped the testicles of the city. Uh, we <laughs> we do need to uh, go into. Um, a our, our mid show. We have a mid show. A mid show break. We, uh, we have a mid show break. But, but but while the break is going on, there we've talked about a lot of news. Right. It's time for you to digest some of that news. And what's better to digest news to help digest things is by doing getting some activity in your situation, getting a little activity in your uh, in your diet. And so we are going to be proposing. Uh, we're going to be doing now something that we're going to be doing every single show. And that is uh, what we call the mid-show muscles. Mid-show muscles is we are going to take a break. We're going to play some music. Let's give you something to do during that break. We're going to give you a little workout. Fantastic. Um, so uh, well, why, don't we, why don't you pull that up? I can see the cursor. I can still see the cursor. I, I feel like that it, it's helpful. I can see the cursor. Can we? It's helpful. Can we fix that? You want me to move the cursor? Could you? Could you? Yeah. Could you get that? Thank you. Thank you. Can't can't stand a curse. So mid show muscles. Uh, we're doing. We're gonna give you a little workout. Um, yeah. You know to to. We're gonna train your glutes, train your sluts. Um, train all of them and everything in between. Uh, so what's our mid show muscles? Mid show muscles. All right, everybody. Right now, what we're gonna need you to do is get a few materials. This is these are low cost, low material workouts that you can do at home by yourself. Um, even if there's nobody that's even gonna check up on you, these won't hurt you and there's going to be no problems. Right, and I mean, I think personally, I've had some very negative experiences in gyms. So right. I, when I can work out at my house yeah. using materials I might have, say, in a shed or, you know, a junk drawer, right. um, it always, uh, it's always better that way, personally. Right, and it's recycling, too, and it's good for the environment. So what do we, so what do we need for this? For this one, we needed just three materials, and one of the only, really only one of them. You'll see. The first one is five meters of duct tape. This is non-essential. Could you translate that to um, first world units, please? <laughs> um, five meters of duct tape. Um, so I would say you get a roll of duct tape, you section out about five meters, and that is, I would have to say, I don't know, 20 feet or something. Um, and I want you to put that on a table, sticky side up, so it doesn't stick to the table. We want also want to prevent it from you know, getting everywhere. Um, so section that out. Next thing you're going to need, this is recommended, is 500 milliliters of water. You will be drenched. You will be, you're, you're going to be pouring. You're going to be soaked at the end of this workout. So you want a glass of water ready. I recommend purified water. Get rid of all of those unnecessary salts and chemicals from your water. Right. Um, and then, of course, a, uh, I don't know. A flag, which is optional. I did not. This is not from me. Well, no, I added this um, because I, I will admit I kind of sort of saw this and I exercised some uh, editorial discretion. Um, you know, I do outrank, doing that. I do outrank you as a presenter, not whereas true. you are I mean, a I guess as a, as a as, presenter as, as a presenter and a full time uh, employee. It's like you saying you outrank me as a bus. You know, as oh, a bus well, I, I will say I think someone went in here and changed it because it's supposed to say an American flag. It's supposed to be an American flag in this. Well, I do have a, an add-on that removes all references to America. Um, all right, so let's go into this. Number one, place the, your non-dominant hand over your chest. So once you have all these materials, 
do this. Place your non-dominant hand over your chest. A flag-respecting stance. <laughs> flag-respecting stance, as you can see. Um, can you explain what that means? Uh, I, does it need to be explained? I get you know. Good point, Cam. Well, I mean, you know, when when you so let's say, say I'm standing in front. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, you hold on. Let's explain this. No, let's get into this. Okay, All there's right? a Greek flag in front of you. There's Greek flag in front of me? Yeah. What do you, I, what do, you I, do, Cam? I'm in Greek town. I'm, having a, Greek I'm town. having a delicious wine having with a, a roasted, um, no, no. Okay. It's a delicious white fish, fried perfectly. <laughs> okay. I pour a bottle. I cheers it with my friends and my heterosexual wife, and I say, opa. <laughs> you're, you're at a big fat Greek wedding. No, no, this is, but this is not, this is not. This is besides the point. No, this is the what you let's say you're at the White Sox game. Do you like baseball? You would no of course not. Of course not. So you get to the you go you're at the baseball game and they say please all rise for the national anthem mm-hmm. and then you I mean I granted granted Let's just get to the workout R. Well, you have okay, the, you have your hand you have your non-dominant hand over your chest. Over your chest. Okay. Um using your other hand which you're going to use your pick going to pick up the duct tape and you're going to wrap it around your body's chest region about five to six times. Now, this is going to depend on how sort of big your chest region is. For somebody who's very strong, maybe it's three or four times. For somebody who's very slight, um, without a big chest, you probably will be able to get, you know, six times around. Right. Um, so anything, it's, this is... Um, no, keep going. I'm sorry. I don't want to spoil anything. Please, please continue. <laughs> please continue. Okay. Um, and this is going to take some technique, I will say. A, warn, a warning up front, you have your hand on your chest. You're going to take that that tape, and I would say you tape it down to your hand, and then you got to, like, wrap it around, and then when you're, you know, do you do one full revolution, the scientific term, um, then you want to, like, even it out. You want to make sure it's comfortable. You want to do that a few times, and, you know, you, then you just want to tie it off. And, and to our listeners, you should be doing that right now. Yeah. You should be doing doing these steps as we explain them to you I'm, because otherwise speaking, it, defeats, yeah. it defeats the entire purpose of what this segment's about. Exactly. Um, and we're giving you the time. That's why we're doing this so slowly. Right. Yes. And then the third step. Third step um, is the second to last uh, step is when you're good and stuck. And I want you to ch- check it out, test it out, make sure you can't get out. If you can get out easily, it's cheating um, and you're not getting the full workout experience. Uh, then your goal now is you're, you're all wrapped up in duct tape. You've got to try to get your hand out of that that sticky situation. Uh, in the next uh, about five minutes, while we uh, right. while we take a small little mid-show break, and if you finish early, uh, then you can enjoy that nice glass of water. Yeah, and and I mean, you know, I what I was going to say earlier, Please. and this once again, this is just a little patter to give our listeners the time to sort of fully situate themselves. Yeah. That's the nice thing about this is is because if you're, excuse me, if you're already. A strong, barrel-chested, hot-blooded, um, beefy boy. Yeah. Then if you're a, if you're you, a you can you can only get it around one or two times. So you're rewarding yourself with a somewhat easier workout. Uh, if you're a little twig boy, some sort of you know um, pencil neck dweeb, uh, then you are going to be able to wrap yourself more. And you know that, if anything, is incentive to um, quit quit being uh, you know. Uh, so uh, detestable. Yeah, that's, that's a egalitarianism. That's um, that's what Marx would believe in. Who? 
Like Groucho? Yeah, that's what Groucho Marx would want. Well, so uh, with that, we are going to go to a, uh, a short musical break. When we return our top story this evening, the migrant crisis and the solutions that have been proposed for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are not out by the time we, uh, we come back, uh, please call the police. Please uh, stay tuned. You are listening to AWCY-FM, your news and interest, Chicago. When I was a weatherman, I did a... I was a weatherman? I, I studied to be a weatherman, yes, I did. I studied to get Meteorology? up there. Um, yeah, whatever you want to call it. I studied the weather. Um, and to, I, I studied mm-hmm. presenting the weather. Um, Not studying the weather, I, presenting the weather. Presenting the weather. Okay. I don't care. I, what, am I? I'm sorry. Am I wearing glasses? Do I have some some tape around my my uh, my the, my my nose? You are wearing wrap around sunglasses. Yes. Are you referencing those? Well, my point being is, they don't let you drink when you present the weather, so I couldn't do it. That is unfortunate. We're back, though. We are back. We are back. We're back. Uh, we were, we were, will be back, and now we are back. And, uh, and hopefully, at this point, you have gotten out of the duct tape, uh, and you're enjoying that nice glass of purified water. Yes, and uh, so uh, as and hopefully, you didn't rush it like that last band that we were listening to, which was Rush. Great band, great band, and hopefully, you're rushing out. This one of Black one Friday. of the top ten Gettys, certainly one of the top five Lees. <laughs> what are the top ten Gettys? Uh, but yes, our main story this Getty evening... Getty Images has to be in there. Oh, 100%. 100%. What are some other... I ones? love looking at images of Getty. He's a handsome guy. <laughs> Me and my heterosexual wife agree on this fact. But I our... do get a, I, You do have a sort of a Getty-ly uh, similarities, especially when you're wearing those wraparound sunglasses. So uh, our main story this evening... Uh, pretty much the main story that has been uh, ongoing in yes. Chicago for a great deal of time now. This is a news show about Chicago, and we cover all the news and interest in Chicago taking place in the city. And one of the big, if you live in the city of Chicago, one of the biggest news and interest stories is uh, is the migrant crisis, the refugee and asylum seeker crisis that is going on in the city. Uh, right, Cam. Do you have opinions about this crisis? I do. Actually, <laughs> let's not talk about your opinions. On I, I I have been I have been informed by many people to yeah. not uh, uh to not provide specific opinions mm-hmm. on on uh what's going on. But I do have opinions on how the city is handling is handling situation. it, and yeah. uh I'm will be very happy to expand upon those Beautiful. once we get into our special feature, wonderful, which is of course the proposed solutions to the ongoing migrant crisis. So uh just An as AWCYFM a, special feature, just just in terms of uh background, mm-hmm. uh, uh Greg Abbott of Texas um is bussing over. Um, numerous, uh, several thousand at this point, uh, uh, migrants from the border uh, to our city of Chicago, and yeah. essentially dumping them it, here. They're not, all, all, all of the migrants are not from, are not from Texas, but a large portion of them are from that. Yes, right. It's been called a political stunt. Um, it's been called. Uh, we call the dog and pony show. Uh, it's been called a circus. It's been called the rigmarole. Uh, but uh, once again, we're not here to I. Again, I haven't been advised not to give opinions about all of that. Yes, only thoughtful commentary. So, uh, um, so yeah. Since, as some more references is happening, since July, Chicago has welcomed twenty 
20,000, over 20,000 refugees and asylum seekers, many of whom even at this point, um, since, you know, since July, months afterwards, uh, are still not permanently housed. They are, are currently residing in shelter sites across the city of Chicago at uh, airports and police stations at the several dozen airports that we have in the city of Chicago and the somewhat 50, you know, 500 police stations. Uh, just uh, tent cities essentially being erected outside of uh, these institutions. Tent cities, uh, uh, wooden hovels, uh, tunnels under the uh, city of Chicago. And, and, and can, with, with uh, the onset of winter. Chicago's grueling winter uh, in our sites. Uh, I love Chicago. The winter I could leave, uh, but it is a fact of the matter, and so um, it is really on uh, the city council. It's really uh, on the city council, and it's elder people. It's a matter of time. Uh, They're in a um, a bind. Well, I would say they're in a bit of a rush. (laughs) I don't get it. Uh, Oh, right, Getty Lee reference. Right, right, right. Of course, of course. Uh, So they're in a rush to find a, a housing solution prior to. Uh, it getting really bad. And, and with all things, as with all things in Chicago, there's a lot of differing opinions. There are a lot of options that have been presented. Uh, some, I would say, more reasonable than others. Um, so but we wanted to, we wanted to highlight uh, the, the leading options, the, the ones options. that have certainly, at the very least, been discussed more than the others. Yes. Here at AWCYFM, we are going to clarify these options that are available. There's so many different options. A lot of it just is not clear what what is happening, what people are saying. We're going to give it to you, you know, straight and narrow. Right, so let's start off with uh, the most uh, sort of the let's say the status quo, as yes. it were, um, which is uh, being proposed by initially proposed by Alderman Granola Charles Freely of yes. the Second Ward, um, and that is the tent city. Yes, uh, uh, Granola is famously a man of the earth. Um, man of nature. Man of nature. He thinks that that's all you need is uh, a couple really good tents. And you can see from this image, people can live happy, healthy lives. You just you get a tent, you get a, um, a nice hammock. Going. Yeah, you get some nice lighting going on there. And you can have a really nice time even in the, uh, even in the Chicago winter. Right. I mean, winter camping is possible. It's certainly something possible. that is— It's something that Granola, he, he lives by. He lives and dies by. Right. Um, and I mean, you know, to as I sort of alluded to a moment ago, yeah. this is essentially what is, happening, what is at happening at the moment. If things are not changed, if we don't do something about this, if the city doesn't do something about this, this is what is going to happen. Um, and, and I mean, we can do any everything we can. We can give them some firewood. You know, I actually saw there's some, some, some marshmallows. You've seen on the internet, <laughs> some marshmallows. Some chocolate and some graham crackers. You've seen these guys, they, they're cooking fish over an open flame over uh, on a rock. They're mm. heating up a rock and cooking a fish on it. Wow. Uh, you can go down to the Chicago River, just fish you up a nice catch, and that's your camping trip. And, um, you know, for a lot of the migrants, this is um, this is a nice getaway for them. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, sort of uh, – so that's, that's – um, And, sort of... and this, you know, the Christmas lights that we like to put up in the city, the holiday lights. Um, I should say the holiday lights. Uh, uh, no. I don't think you should. Uh, that will offer some lighting to them, um, you know, like the stars, and they can look up at the stars and – uh, yeah, dream. <laughs> uh, right, and so uh, that's that is sort of I, I would, from my limited experience, uh-huh. sort of re- reading and hearing about what's going on in the city council, secondhand, thirdhand. That seems to be 
at the very least by a little bit of a margin right now the most likely city, outcome. Yes, city council is in general very opposed to doing anything. Right. That's a way to say that. The second solution, though, and this is one is gaining some traction recently, um, is the, uh, the the cyber tents. What is a cyber tent, R? So a cyber tent, as you can see from this picture, is uh, is a little car. It's really angular. You might have seen this rolling around, rushing around uh, your uh, city. <laughs> Getty Lee. <laughs> Um, but this is a fully electric car. It's a smart car. It drives itself. And we can actually, with a little bit of, you know, we take a little, an Allen wrench to this thing, we can turn it in to a tent that is also smart. So we can make it a smart tent. Um, and if we replace all of the tents in the city, currently in the city of Chicago, which there are uh, thousands, I mean, there are 20,000, over 20, there are 30,000 people maybe here, uh, replace all those tents with cyber trucks. Um, then maybe this is a, another option for the, the migrants. Did you say cyber truck or cyber tent? Well, so it is a cyber tent, but the cyber tent is composed of a cyber truck with um, some add-ons. And, and who proposed this? Where is this coming from? This is coming from, well, it's a long it's. It's a long story to say the least, but this is coming from a guest alderman of the 42nd Ward, Elon Musk. He is redeeming his, uh, I, I don't want to get into this, let's just say he is redeeming his alder pass he received from one of our previous mayors. Um, but to say, uh, uh, let's just leave it, leave it there. This one is gaining traction, but we do have a few more, and I think... These other ones are more interesting, unless you have thoughts on the cyber tents. Well, I'm just I'm I'm curious what um, makes it uh, that where's the cyber coming from? I guess what, that that's my only question because you can put a bed in a pickup truck, uh, you know, a tent, a covering. You can throw a tarp over the bed of a truck and uh -huh. you can sweep in it. A Ford F-150. We've all had to do it now and then. <laughs> I've um, never had to do it. You have a lot to experience, I guess my so. young intern friend. I'm not an intern. Uh, but but w w where does the cyber come in? Is it is that just the name of the of this vehicle? No. So it is a, it is as I said a smart car. It is connected to the metaverse. Um, it is connected to Twitter um, or I guess X now, and you will be mining Dogecoin just by living in this tent. Um, that will be a prerequisite of, of living in one of these things is you will have to, the migrants will have a temporary job, have a, some gig work, a grind, they will start a grind set, um, as Elon Musk is calling it, uh, mining Dogecoin using these trucks. All right. So uh, essentially right now, uh, the two solutions that have been provided for this crisis is tent and then tent with extra steps. Tent on the blockchain, yes. Uh, so uh, what's the, what, are, what else are we looking at here? Um, so this is another one, and we can talk about our thoughts on this one, but this is the uh, being called the New Urbanist Ziggurat um, uh, Proposal. Uh, and the New Urbanist Ziggurat Proposal is uh, being proposed by Alder Being, Chuck Manners of the 20, 202nd Ward. Now, I've heard of a, of a ziggurat before yes. with reference to um, those prehistoric, pe the, the people ancient that the, the, these, these ancient individuals that lived on the um, the Euphrates or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it's a stepped pyramid. Is that safe to say? I mean, we have the picture up, but for the benefit yes. of the individuals listening to this, yes. it's a sort of stepped terraced pyramid. It is a stepped, yeah, it is a terraced pyramid. Uh, it's it has fallen to say it has fallen out of fashion with modern architecturists, especially in the city of Chicago who, you know, glom onto maybe modernist and postmodernist 
architecture techniques, but um, it is a compelling idea. Uh, utilizes a, a not a surprisingly efficient amount of, of materials. Can be erected pretty quickly, especially if we get all the, mar the migrants to help make it for us. Um, and um, and yeah, it, it looks pretty cool. Eco-friendly. I'm seeing a lot of green spaces in this concept art. Eco-friendly. Um, the snow is just gonna wipe off. You know, just gonna slick off this thing. Um, is so there, yeah. Is there any is there any uh, indication onto the size that the ziggurat would need to be? Um, I, I would say with a, a little bit of you know, um, a number crunching. Take out my calculator. Go on. I'd have to say about the size of a um, two football fields. Finally, some real units. No, that I mean, in that I can see sort of the appeal there too, because not only are we solving a humanitarian crisis, uh, we are introducing a uh, completely new idea and yes. a new structure that individuals uh, could would be coming to visit and see. Yes, and and something that has not been discussed just yet uh, is not something because one if the ziggurat was to become a major player in the solutions game um, as it might in a couple in the few weeks leading up to winter um, Chuck Manners has alluded to there being certain ceremonies that are taking place at the top of the ziggurat where un it's unknown what these ceremonies are or what they will entail but uh, it, it sounds like the migrants will be involved well, well I mean you know if you have a if you have a ziggurat if you have a ziggurat you might as well if you're a ziggurat then Every every problem looks like a like a ceremony. Like a ceremony. <laughs> um, all right, so that's that's three. That's the new urbanist ziggurat. Uh, no, a solution to propose to house the migrants yes. um, in the face of the upcoming winter. Um, now this next one, this next um, one. is a little bit different. It's a little a little. It's, we're no longer talking about a structure. We're more talking about a systematic change, which historically has been a non-starter in the city. But yes. you know, times change all the time. Times they are changing. Um, and this is the buddy system. This is the buddy system. So you'll see these two cool friends. They're hanging out. They're slapping hands. And this was proposed by fifth grader Carlos Santos in a letter sent to the city council suggestion box. So yes, when um, if you if you're not familiar with Chicago's legal system, uh, occasionally they will run out of ideas and they'll turn to the good old reliable suggestion box, which is filled up with mostly garbage. Mostly garbage. And a lot of people confuse it as a garbage can. Um, I myself have made that mistake. Um, but occasionally, clearly, they, they, there is an idea that is placed in there. Yeah, they and, pulled uh, out a piece of graph paper, and on that graph paper was this proposal by fifth grader Carlos Santos. And that was the buddy system. Now, what is the buddy system? So the buddy system is an idea that— I've heard about it in the context of, you know, fighting wars, but I've never heard about it in, in regards to— <laughs> Seems uh, unlikely. I've never heard about it in the context of fighting wars. Well, you've never heard it in the context of fighting wars? No, is that something that you used in the in warfare? Well, I mean, you know, I myself am not a veteran, but I do go to the VFW <laughs> yeah. for drink specials, and yeah, and they, they speak all the time. They, of course, yeah. I mean, when you I get, think of it, as... say, no, let me paint a pic. Or let me paint a picture for you. Great, because yes. you are just a little intern with no no ba no background experience. You don't understand how the world works clearly. I'm a full time employee. But if I'm getting deployed, yes, to some to some country, um, God knows where. Um, <laughs> Do you they, know they, a they, country? They, they don't speak English. The food they don't have hamburgers, hot dogs, pizza, whatever. They don't have anything. All you don't have, have are your brothers in arms. 
and and you know what your brother you you're going around together you're yes. doing patrols you're fighting the enemy wherever you you can and if you can't rely on your brother in arms aka your buddy then you're just going to get smeared they you're you you the POW MIA um KIA yeah all those possible if you don't have your buddy set up and just to clear that's how we won World War II. Are do you are you not do you not watch the History Channel? Uh, and just to clarify, you've never been to war. Well, I've never. I've been you, to people. I've hung out with people who have been to war. Yes. But okay. Um, they don't have a lot of use for news presenters so, <laughs> in war zones. So let me are. explain the buddy system, please. <laughs> the buddy system is uh, in its proposal by Carlos. Um, very little has changed since its uh, its founding since it's been revealed. But uh, the idea is every person in Chicago, every migrant, um, every every refugee asylum seeker, anybody that does not currently have a permanent residence is going to be paired up with an individual from the city of Chicago, a buddy. And they're going to be accounta buddies, basically. The the buddy is going to be uh, make sure that the the person that is that they're buddies with is, is being taken care of, is being given a friend, is uh, a resource to rely on. If they're having maybe a problem with another kid, they're going to be able to talk to their buddy about it. And basically just to make sure that, you know, if you go on a trip or something, you don't, uh, you don't get lost. And is this uh, exclusively for children or would this be for all ages? No, this is going to be for everybody. So if you're an adult, most likely you're going to be paired up with another adult and they're going to be sleeping on your couch. Hopefully, hopefully. We can pair up families with families. So we have a, you know, maybe two parents, two kids or something. Maybe we can pair them up with another two-parent, two-kid family. However, this becomes challenging when we're talking about maybe a situation where you have a, you know, have a, a family of migrants and you only have one, you know, single dude living in a, a studio apartment maybe. Uh, you know, you just he has to choose one of the members of the family, whichever one he wants to live with most. And was this all detailed by Carlos, or was is, is this sort of just been interpolated listen, from the wider ideas? Listen, this is a this was a piece of graph paper, full piece of graph paper, double sided, completely. Wow, full. wow. And that's um, that's, that's a real Henry if I've ever heard of one. Yeah, and that, this is I mean that's better than a lot of the things we see from well, city council. Well, better than a lot of our top performing Kevins for that matter. <laughs> Yes. Um, so yeah, that's the buddy system, um, and we are already. This is already being piloted in the the seven hundred and third ward um, to some great success. We're keeping track of uh, you know how well the buddies are working together. To Lower Haverbrook, tasks. if I remember correctly. Lower Haverbrook neighborhood. Yeah. Lower Haverbrook Square. And now, what, what's uh, uh, and and so so far the proposed solutions. The proposed solutions. We've had uh, tent city, tent city that's which is just status quo status essentially. Quo. Maybe they get some 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 more making capabilities in uh-huh. there. Uh, turn it, make it a little more fun. Uh, cyber tents, which to my understanding, it's Elon Musk's idea is is um, uh, yes is. Uh, a tarp over the back of a pickup truck's bed with extra steps. Yeah, but D- it's connected to the internet. Uh, the new urbanist ziggurat ceremonies may or may not be included with that. Yes. The buddy system, the buddy system, and icebreakers, and and sort of one. We got one more. We got one more. What is have, this next we, one? We got one more, and this one is actually um. This one's the, the, the this is the hot one. This is the new hot one that straight off the presses. Right, um, because it's I had, got everybody I, in a I, I had heard sort of. Um, drips and drabs of these various other yeah. solutions sort of, you know, percolating into my headspace uh-huh. through the various uh, 
forums that I participate in. But this is new to me. When I saw uh, this on here, uh, it was it was brand new to me. What and what is this? What is this solution? Send them on a quest. And you can see this this photo of um, of individuals on a quest. Maybe this quest had to do with some sort of MacGuffin. Uh, they they have a ring. Um, but if you think about a band of merry part uh, merry travelers, all accomplishing some sort of task, this is the idea that they're trying to conjure um, and trying to turn into a solution to the migrant crisis. And this was proposed by Chicago's resident or oracle Leslie the Dyer, correct? Leslie the Dyer, yes, good old Leslie. So, not to sort of cast aspersions on okay. this idea because I'm very because you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Not to sort of uh, cast aspersions on this notion of sending um, the migrants on a quest, but mm -hmm. 20,000, 30,000 individuals, yep. what sort of quest could you send that many people on to accomplish? What is there? Is there news of what this quest is for? Oh, it's going to be a pretty big quest. Okay. Perhaps they're going to have a number of different items all. Uh, have you ever seen the uh, it's a mad 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 world i have no i haven't actually well, there's a lot of people involved in that right and what can consi be considered a quest um and the idea is something akin to that um you get all these people they're all really interested in one thing mm -hmm. you give them different modes of transportation um you horses griffins dragons go-karts giant eagles yes that they could have flown all the way there um, and that you point them in a direction and, um, and yeah, you let them go. And hopefully this is going to keep everybody occupied until spring has sprung in the city of Chicago. Is there a, any information on where the quest would take these migrants? Um, uh, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there, you know, all over this great land of ours. <laughs> Swamp, volcano, sewers. There is um, a goal. Yes. Forest level. Hopefully this is this is also what's really great about this one, about this solution, is it's also going for these migrants that may not have uh, knowledge of the United States it, and its geography. This is going to give them a nice tour of this great land of ours and all the different climates and uh, ecosystems that exist. And boss it. battles as well. There will be a few boss battles, yeah. Um, so those are the solutions. When they have to defend the so, wall. So those are the leading solutions yeah. that have been provided for all... the 30,000 and growing migrants that are being bused to the city. Yes. Um, hopefully in time for uh, the um, the weather to really turn. It's getting cold, colder every day. Um, yes. Hopefully city council can get off there. And I learned I can say this recently on the radio, <laughs> that they get off their asses okay. and uh, figure this out because uh -huh. it's, uh, it's disgraceful, frankly. It's disgraceful. Um, that that um, they can't clonk all of their these big brainies together so, and yeah, figure something um, out. The listener to that is um uh, I just want to say this is a little after the fact, but that was uh, a piece of what we call in the business thoughtful commentary by Cam. Right, that is not a, rec a reflection of this of my views or the station's views. It's a reflection or of my views. Certainly not Ed Marzuski's views. Who wants your views? You're an intern. Not an intern. Uh, in any case, uh, that is our special feature yes. for this evening. Um, we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. Um, I, for one, I like this quest idea the most. Actually, um, yeah. You ever been on a quest, Cam? Um, in a sense. What kind of sense? Well, do you, are you a drinker? Are Gatorade? 
well, at a certain point in the evening, the bulk of the bars close down and you mm-hmm. are left with specific bars that will continue operation until earlier in the morning. Yes. And I would say that the most difficult quests I have ever had is uh-huh. attempting to find, get in, and place an order at one of these early morning drinking establishments. Uh, but I don't think this is something that the, I don't. I don't think that's the kind of quest that um, uh, the uh, the city's oracle has. Sounds in mind. more like a bar crawl. Well, I mean, the crawling does sometimes result. Uh, but in any case, that, that takes is, us to the end of the show. That does take us to the end of the show. But before we close out the show, we're going to do something. For all uh, the migrants listening, uh, hello. Uh, we are going to do a little uh, thing that we like to do at the end of the program, which is the Community Concerns Mailbag. Wonderful. Now, these are tr- true and honest Chicagoans out there who are uh, facing you know, the various issues that come right. from living and, in a major city. Let me just say this, Cam. Um, I know you're the host of this show primarily. Yes, but I do, thank you. I do want to say this. This show, this isn't NBC. This isn't ABC. This is not NPR. This is not... This is not a three-letter agency. <laughs> this is not this the... Is a, this is a four to six, depending not, on whether or not the FM counts. This is not uh, University of Chicago student radio. Uh, this is AWCYFM. We are a radio station. We are, we are a news program of the people. We care about what the people say. We go into the communities. Um, and so that's what we're doing this. We are actually going out into the communities, figuring out what people are actually concerned about, and we're going to be talking about them on the air. Um, and so, Cam, I believe you have a concern. That's true. Um, and this comes from Sylvia in Brighton Park. Mm-hmm. Um, she says this in uh, – she says this. Yes. Very loud music on neighbors' property. We stay in a good relation with them, but the music is so loud we cannot even talk. How they talk is a mystery for us. Any advices? So, what do you think, Ar? What's um, what, what what springs to mind? Do you have any advice for this uh, for for Sylvia? Uh, well, I think you know, even if there's loud music, maybe you can go into the bathroom and talk, or um, maybe if you shout really loud right next to somebody, that sometimes works. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe going outside for a little bit if the, mu- if the music is too loud. Or maybe you wait until the music ends and you have that period of time between the two songs. Um, maybe when everybody's getting a drink between, you know, during a slow song, that's well, when you can start talking. Well, well I think I think the, the issue here is I think we're both coming at this from, from different sides. Okay. And I'd like to actually bring up, um, I do have a, re- I'm getting a live reply in yeah. here from Jessica who says they probably don't You're talk. getting a little reply into the mailbag. You see it all the time. It's not a literal mailbag, R, please. Come on. I'm, we're living in the 21st I, century. Listen, I thought that we were, I thought we were evoking something here. We, we, we so Jessica, Jessica provides this, uh, m- mentions this sort of in yeah. the, the sort of as an answer to this, maybe not an answer, but an elaboration. Uh-huh. Um, Jessica says they probably don't talk. You see it all the time. People eating at restaurants and no one is talking to each other. Instead, they are all <laughs> on their phones. And uh, truthfully, I mean, I think I think Jessica's onto something there. Yeah. I think the music would not be so loud. If and these kids, and I'm assuming these are Zoomers, um, are were were not on their phones all the time, they weren't. They wanted to have a conversation because if you want to have a conversation, the music will be at a reasonable level. The party will 
uh, have its volume turned down so that people can communicate. Yeah. Um, whereas with these sort of phone addled, uh, uh, you know, uh, teens, mm-hmm. um, these Henry's out there, they, uh, they're, they're not talking. So they have no shame in putting the music up. So Sylvia, if you're listening to this, this is what I would say. I would say, mm-hmm. give them something to talk about. Like what? What does that mean? Well, that's up to Sylvia. It's up to Sylvia. She can figure it out. I'm sure this that's isn't very an advice. This isn't an advice show. I d- this is a news show. This is supposed to be a fun little thing we do at the end of the show. Okay. And you're questioning me. I'm- you're getting in my face and you're asking me questions. First, you bring it up. Oh, oh it's, yeah. I thought this was a mailbag. I thought this was a mailbag. When you see, you see Outlook opened on my computer right now. You can see it from where you're at. Okay. You're crossing me. I'm not trying once to again, cross Once again, I said it. I said it once, I'll say it again. Yes. Like that, you're gone. Like I that, you're in the dumpster. You're in the dumpster. You're in the, you know what? No, you're in the grease trap, like that. The grease trap. Well, there are- Again, you're, mis- you're there, mixing there are, metaphors. There are hundreds of interns out there <laughs> who would kill for this position, okay? It is, can we do the outro, please, Cam? Yes, that, uh, sure. And that closes our broadcast for November 18th, mm-hmm. 2023. To find old episodes and other programs from the AWCYFM family, you can go to awcyfm.com. For any inquiries, comments, or complaints, send an email to awcyfm at gmail.com. Or maybe if you would like to um, have an internship here and you're grateful and, and you're not snide or, or needling or backstabbing. I have to say that we are not looking for an intern at this time we will return next week same time on wlpn lp 105.5 fm lumpen radio that is of course 8 to 9 p.m central standard time yes. as well as twitch.tv slash awcyfm until then stay sexy chicago did you write that yeah you wrote the sexy i thought it's a this nice, is not nice a sec- this is show. not a show about being sexy it's for me you're out of here you're out of here i'm calling ed right now